to today's session. I'd like to introduce myself as today's presenter. I'm Oluwase Yolariwaju, Senior Human Resources Associate at Create Careers. Today, we are presenting TV writing, Get Your Foot in the Door. You can be rest assured that a recorded version of this webinar will be made available and you can contact us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook for further questions regarding the recorded version, as we'd love to hear from you. Just a little housekeeping before we get started. If you've got any questions, kindly type them into the question box in your Zoom. And for those just joining us, welcome. Welcome to our Tabula Rasa Talents, Talent Webinar Series. Don't forget to visit our website and social media platforms for more resources on career development. Now, with, without much ado, we'll proceed to the next line of action, which is... agenda. So on our agenda today, we have quite a number of topics to be discussed. And so by the end of today's session, we hope you feel a lot comfortable as well as confident about CV writing as we are passionate about career development. And to this effect, we've got quite a number of exciting career development learning procedures to share. So on our agenda, we have the learning objectives. We have reasons why you need a CV. We have the tab CV taboos. We have characteristics of a winning CV. We have writing a successful CV. And we also have the five notable C's for your CV. We have the relevant CV content, and then we have CV review, case, case study, case A, B, and C. We have cases and reports, and then we have questions and answers. So we'll be looking into this um, list of agenda, and then we'll proceed to the next line of action. And here we have the learning objectives. I believe once we are done with this presentation, you'll get to understand the need for a CV. You get to recognize the importance of writing a good CV. You get to identify your skills and personal qualities. You get to identify your critical personal development areas, as well as draft your CV in a recruiter desirable way. There you go. Why do you think you need a CV? A CV is more like your, more like your, CV, your CV is more like your path to the next level in the labor market. It showcases your personality in black and white. And so I believe you wouldn't want to blow your chance by giving out a wrong impression of yourself to a recruiter. Take for instance, you want to travel to Canada, but you've got no visa or ticket, not even a passport. How then do you intend to proceed? You're definitely getting turned back from the airport's main gate. Your CV can as well be linked, linked to this illustration. So you see, you do need a CV primarily because CVs are your professional representation on paper. They get to places that you otherwise might never reach. They are your opportunity to get your foot in the corporate store. They are also your opportunity to show recruiters that you're the ideal candidate part-time. They show you exactly where you, are to, where you are today in professional journey. They provide clarity to assist you in setting future development and career goals. They showcase your potential value to the recruiter or employer. It's much more like a business plan. It gives you a platform to present the best of yourself to a recruiter. 
So on the next slide, we've got the do's and don'ts in CV writing. So on the first one, unless with a restaurant menu, there's absolutely no justification for centralizing your CV contents. Layout is completely wrong. Readability is impaired. Presentation is key. And if the CV is unattractive, no recruiter will spend any time reviewing the CV, regardless of the value of the CV or the content. And on the second slide, on the second um, CV, this layout is a complete waste of space. This content has been designed as a prose. A recruiter skims a CV and only spends time in detail review with the CV that has been found appealing. I mean, you cannot skim through this. These key responsibilities should be bulleted for it to be able to catch the eye. Also, the alignment is to the left and the right side just looks untidy. So on to the next um, CV um, do's and don'ts. So we can see Samantha Johnson's CV. We can see an image of a man doing um, thumbs up, as well as the curriculum vitae. That's the other um, CV. So for continuation on the do's and don'ts in CV writing, some creative jobs often request for the inclusion of photographs. Only include one when a request is made, and it should be a professional shot. The recruiter is not your friend. And on the second one, that's the second observation on Samantha Jones's. Introduction of multiple colors is not necessary. So I light, the layout is untidy, bullet points are not aligned, the document has not been justified, so the edges are untidy. And on the second um, CV, whilst it is important to confirm that the candidate meets educational qualification for a role, it is less important than the work experience garnered. That has been represented only with a list. Too much space has been taken by unnecessary personal information. So here we have the characteristics of a winning CV. Do you think your CV can stand out from a pile and catch the hiring manager's attention? Well, if the answer is no or maybe, then there's quite the job to be done. Like I had earlier said, your CV should represent your entire being to the hiring manager. Also give you an edge over every other person or applicant, thereby earning you the privilege to meet with the interviewer. And meanwhile, we'll be looking into these attributes just for guidance on CV writing. So writing a success-prone CV. Um, when writing a detailed CV, always note that, um, first of all, presentation is key. What is the overall outlook of your CV? Is layout tidy and easy to read or are you distracted by colors, varying font types and sizes on a general lack of alignment? As with all this, 
all things, presentation either causes attraction or an immediate disinterest. The mode of presentation tends to grab the reader's attention. It should stand out and intrigue him. A great CV captures the attention of the reader on, on the instant. So on the second note, we have the get, get the basics right. There are some important and common sections that must, that must be covered. These typically include contact information, work history, experience, relevant skills to the job in question, educational, professional qualification, others like interests, language and hobbies. The upper middle area of the first page is curiously the most perused section. So endeavor to put the most important information there. Your CV portrays your awesome, awesome written skills. So endeavor to include the basics as well as the vital information of yourself, such as your talent as they tell powerful stories about your person. So for the third one, which is tailor the CV to the role. Each role is unique. If you know you have the skills to deliver on a role, tailor your CV to match the role's requirements. You don't have to re rewrite it, just adapt the details to the relevant needs. Every CV you send out should speak to the role. Caution, you will be expected to defend your CV at an interview. So a great CV presents you as a rounded and open. not just a bunch of qualification skills. Companies look for both hard and it actually expresses you as a culture fit and not just about qualifications and skills. You know, uh, a while back, I got to read an article about it was noted that she mostly hires people who are open and playful. That's to say, if you want to work at Google, you should tailor your CV, your resume just so your rules, skills, and hobbies does match their work culture. So on the next slide, we have a continuation of writing a successful CV, which um, uh, that's number one, the number four now. So include a personal statement. Don't assume that a recruiter or employer will see how your experience relates to the job. Instead, include a brief personal statement to reinforce your expertise and personal qualities, which makes you the best candidate for the job. In other words, ex express the value you intend to add to the organization and how this aligns to your personal career goals. This also should be reflected in your cover letter. So for personal statement, the Personal statement is the part of a CV that provides recruiters and hiring managers with a brief overview of your professional profile or career objectives. It consists of a short paragraph that follows your name and contact information at the top of the document, also known as personal profiles. Personal statements differ from the longer statements usually included with university application. It consists of some components such as a statement of who you are, your value to the organization, and your career goals. Personal statements provide a quick way for you to introduce, introduce yourself to prospective employers. 
and they encapsulate your qualifications and career goals within a few sentences, making it easier for recruiters to decide on hiring you or not. So on the number five, we have to include the icing. Those seemingly irrelevant volunteer experiences, social courses or school activities where you held an office are sometimes the, the tipping point that gets a candidate selected over an equally qualified applicant. The evidence of personal purpose and an ability to put structure to your passion towards the achievement of courses without personal gain. So overall hiring managers will be looking for candidates that can demonstrate passion, determination and proactiveness. You know, choosing to be a volunteer can help to prove all of these characteristics. And so including this on your CV can especially be helpful if you don't have much experience to your name, volunteering offers a lot of transferable skills that can translate to the works, workplace from teamwork to leadership. So on our number six, we have keep your CV updated. A CV is a dynamic document. Each new role or new project or responsibility as an existing job, new skill, learning points as you evolve into a specialist is expected to be incorporated in your CV. Potential employers are typically impressed with candidates whose CV clearly reflects increasing responsibilities and personal growth. So keep your CV updated. I mean, do you regularly update your CV? It might not be your number one priority right now, especially if you're happy with your existing employer. But you see, my friend, <laughs> you never know when you may need it. In fact, whether you're actively looking for work or are open to being approached about new opportunities, it's always a good idea to have an updated CV to hand. Not only does it save you time in the long run, but it also means you won't miss out on any great opportunities. So it's always a reasonable idea to keep your CV updated. So here we have the five notable C's. So for the first one, we have clear. Well, let me let me let me list it out. Let me list them out. We have clear, concise, complete, consistent, current. So I'm going to be taking them one by one. So for the clear, well organized and logical, that's what it means, or that's what I can um, simply say it means. So um, a resume should not only grab a hiring manager's attention, but clearly state why you are the perfect fit for the job. Often um, unclear language and time gaps can do the goal. If your resume is unclear, it won't work at all. And for that reason, you won't. I mean, if your CV doesn't work, how do you get to work? How do you intend to work? Um, take, for instance, Gabby has been with Coldstone for 10 years, but having been with Coldstone, she has been unable to write in detail how she worked as a cleaner and with time moved into a management role, just because she couldn't take the time to differentiate the number of years. She spent working as a cleaner from the years spent in the supervisory role then to a management role on her CV. Everything was modeled up there by portraying Gabby to be job hopping. So for concise, 
relevant and necessary. Well, your CV is usually your first introduction to a potential employer and will offer a first impression of you. Although you may want to put everything you have accomplished down on paper to present to your potential employers, it is not always a good idea. You've got quite a number of things you, you want to write in your CV, but the recruiter has a large amount of CV to be reviewed. And they definitely need to narrow this, this I mean, this CV down. Most companies simply don't have the manpower or the time to read through every CV thoroughly when they are in the first stages of narrowing down the applications. I, I was able to read that they, they just take a glance at your CV, maybe for like um, seven seconds or seven minutes, just like that to show you the number, the amount of time they used to check your CV. So it, within that, um, that's, uh, time uh, around that time if you, if they check your cv and then they see that this cv does not look it, 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 it's not appealing to me then you i don't think i think you've just lost the chance so make sure your your cv makes the cut by keeping your first submitted cv to one page only putting all the essential information at the top of the page ensure it is clear to read and understand List your work experience clearly and um, lastly, cutting out excess information and stick to what is essential. You have to. So for complete, it includes everything you need. So ensure to put together all the elements required to make a complete CV while writing your CV. I mean, make sure you know where to use a CV. Pick the best CV format. Add your contact information the right way. Start with a CV personal profile, such as CV summary or CV objective. List your relevant works, experience, and key achievements. Build your CV education section correctly. Don't model things up. Put relevant skills that fit your job opening. Include additional CV sections to impress the re recruiter. Organize this all on a professional CV template. And to crown it all, complement your CV with a cover letter. Because a CV is not a cover letter. A curriculum vitae is a detailed list of specifications. While a cover letter is a full-blown marketing campaign. I hope we can reduce the difference. So for consistent, do not mix styles or fonts. A lot of issues we see with CVs revolve around consistency, how consistent they are with them, themselves and how consistent they are with others. You know, information about you and how consistent they are, they are, they are in terms of language. Many CVs have glaring errors which you are just not going to easily see. These include things like overlapping dates for jobs, company names spelled incorrectly, or dates which are plain, plain wrong. For instance, having experience of something before it actually existed, probably because of an error in the date. English and grammar are essential parts of CV writing. But many errors on CVs are simply around consistency, like spelling the same words in different forms, probably using, um, using a different um, kind of um, verb or using active verb or different kind of um, noun. 
So it's sometimes it can be frustrating when you have something like that on your CV. And then that puts off the, um, the reader or the recruiter, the hiring manager. So onto the next one, which is current. We up to date. Should you take the time to keep your resume and LinkedIn profile updated? If you don't, you're taking a reactive approach to life. If you do, you'll be proactively ready to set goals. Become an expert and to, set, uh, to pursue side consulting gigs and full-time opportunities. There are so many reasons why you should have your CV updated, but because of time, I'll only mention a few of these reasons. So if you have a current CV, you'll be ready for new opportunities. You understand where you are at, you, at and how far you've come. You have an understanding of where you're going next, You'd be beefed up enough to pick up side gigs. You mean, I mean, um, you develop the confidence to sell yourself. You'll be one step ahead of all, if at all, there's fire on the mountain. So the following are the relevant and detailed content a CV should have. Whether a potential employer asks to see your CV, they're looking for one thing, a document that proves why you're the ideal candidate to invest their time and money in. And so an effective CV will place you ahead of the competition when looking for your next big career move and hugely increase your chances of landing interviews. So first of all, we have the contact, details with which you can be reached, email, mobile number, and a general location. We have the career professional objectives. An employer likes to know that they, are, they fit into your long-term long plans. Avoid generics, be specific. Specific skills. There are several broad job themes. Identify them and state your areas of strength. Experience. Demonstrate that you possess the requisite experience experience to deliver on the job. We have the education. Represent that you meet or exceed the minimum educational qualification for the role. Certification, wear a role as one that shows expertise. Begin a diet to show that you are, com you are committed to that, spe that specialization. Projects and achievements. Every job is tailored towards meeting certain strate strategic needs when achieved. State them. Activities, volunteering, that's the next one. Often an indication of purpose, an ability to create structure from passion and selflessness. We have the language, which is the last one, languages and hobbies. Represent your openness to diversity and acceptance and sometimes indicate your depth. So do take note of the fact that your CV should cover these elements. So we have our CV review. We have the um, we have three cases, which is case study A, B, and C.
So from this um, CV, we have um, the location, which is nowhere to be found. As you can see, we have the experience written in prose format, not bullet points. These are the things we need to take note of when writing a CV. Talking about the skills, how does it add value to your career? Your skills should be a reflection of your person. Professional certifications, and these are the major elements required of a detailed and properly written CV. Projects and achievements are also lacking. Language is a necessary tool, especially when dealing with a multinational company career-wise. Activities are more like social services and so can be fixed in an entirely different column on the CV. The hobbies are missing as well. You know, hobbies are activities done for fun. You know, they are done during your time off and so adding personal interests and hobbies section is often assumed to be uncalled for and um, probably lack professional touch. But the culture isn't sitting idle. A lot has changed so far. And quite a number of companies have chosen to no longer look for men minions to sit and drink coffee at you know, tables, as well as answer phone calls on a daily basis. Companies definitely want them to fit in the system or their culture. So they require something more than just work experience. So let's take a look at this feedback. This is a feedback on the um, case A, um, like a CV, a report on the case A. So we have the rating, which is R3. R3 on, uh, on the CV review happens to be, to be that it's half interview chance. It's possible you get, um, it's like a 50-50 thing. So we have other ratings, which is for the R1, it means desperately needs improvement. R2 needs improvement. R3, half interview chance. R4, good representation. R5, I look great on paper. So check the checklist where we have the contact, career objectives, skills, experience, education, certification, projects, achievements, activities, volunteering, languages, hobbies, and the overall structure. So for contact, yes. Location is missing. Full address is not required, but at least your state of residence is necessary. Despite putting a contact on um, the CV, there are still some shortfalls which is location missing and full address not um, full ad and the fact that you don't need to put your full address in the CV, but at least your state or residence is necessary. Then career objective, which is yes, there was career objective. But on the comment section, your off section, you're offering enhanced productivity and simply, but you don't say how your skills equip you to do that and through what actions your objective is primarily and specifically the value you're offering to an employer what can you do for us on your journey to achieving your career goals how do we fit in 
for skills, yes, there was skills noted on the CV. And on the comment section, we have, you list a few skills at the end, but they do not say much and are related to your experience. They should form part of the keywords in your experience, in your experience summary. Otherwise, they seem made up. Experience, yes. You have only three rows, rows, so it is not too obvious. But if you have, if you had more, if you had more, it could be difficult for a recruiter to read all that content. Primary experiences are better expressed as bullet points. So instead of writing your experience in prose form, you can just like write them in bullet forms so that it's easy for the reader or the recruiter to read. So education, yes, it's represented accurately. Certification, no. Professional certifications are important in growing a career. Choose a path and begin on an exam diet. Projects and achievements, I think I mentioned that as well. Projects completed, awards received, it is depending on your industry. This could be compulsory. Activities, yes. Should ideally be separated from education. Not all activities would be school related. Volunteering, no. You may have worked on some social projects that are not formal. This helps to give structure to things that you are passionate about. We have languages. No. This becomes even more important when you're applying for a large indigenous company or multinational with participation in various local regions. You know, there are some organizations that require that request for you know some kind of language that probably you have an idea on. It may not even be your exact, um, maybe your lingua franca or your exact language that you speak, but you you have an idea on it. You know how to speak it fluently, maybe because you lived in you know some other part of Nigeria, and then you have that opportunity to uh, you had the opportunity to learn while um, living in that particular that region of that part of um, the country. So it's okay for you to note it in your CV because it could you know bring to give you an opportunity to work with some multinational companies or companies that need that doesn't need only English to um, function. So we have the hobbies. No, everyone has hobbies. It shows the existence of a work-life balance. So overall structure, resume looks good. Color introduction is moderate and page is justified. Though the borderline, borderlines can be more consistent, there's no hard and fast rule. However, the content is a resume. In a resume should be in order of relevance to the recruiter and in our experience. This is as shown in the above checklist. So on our case B, this is another CV. This is um, the case B CV review. So for this other CV, there's no career objectives. A nicely written career objective will prove to the recruiter that you're the exact candidate he's been waiting for even when you're just on your startup point. 
The experience was just listed. No roles to describe what job has been done by the applicants. Please, you can check closely to be like to just for follow up. No voluntary service. The certification looks like the applicant is unsure of the fact that he did get certified, despite going through some professional institutions as the certification wasn't mentioned. Just a list of the attended schools. Mentioned so far, the exact and completely informative. You know, your CV has to, it has to be informative. So another detailed report on case B. So we have the contact. Yes, there was contact. And it's represented accurately on the comments. So for career objectives, we have no, because this is completely absent from CV. Your career objective is primarily and specifically the value you are offering to an employer. What can you do for us on your journey to achieving your career goals? How do, you, how do we fit in? We have the skills. Yes. You list a few skills at the end under professional experience. They should be divided into your career, into your core skills and any additional abilities which should correspond with your past experiences and trainings. Experience. Yes. You should have your roles and responsibilities under each job title. Primary experiences are better expressed as, as bullet points. Education. Yes. You should have the qualification beneath the corresponding institution. So on the comment, these are just um, corrections on what should be done on the CV. Despite the fact that you have some of them, you have done some of them, there are still some mistakes that need to be corrected. And this is what the comments and section is for. And then we have the certification, no. Professional certifications are important in growing a career. Choose a path and begin on, a, on an exam diet. They should be sep separate from educational qualifications. Projects and achievements, no. Projects completed, awards received, etc. depending on your indus industry, this could be compulsory. Activities, no. Organizational participation, e.g. Rotary Club, which could be or not, or not be related to your You may have worked on some social projects that are not formal. This helps to give things it's about. Languages, no. This becomes even more important when you're applying to a large indigenous company or multinational with participations. Hobbies, yes, well represented. Overall structure, Resume looks good. Color introduction is moderate and page is justified. Though the borderline can be more consistent. There's no hard and fast rule. However, the content in the resume should be, order of, should be in order of relevance to the recruiter. And in our experience, this is as shown in the above checklist.
So we have the case C. Case C review. No career objectives to. I hope you can see it. Achievements were mentioned, but they are more of social media activities than achievements. Work experience was only listed, no details on how much he or she has impacted on the organization so far. Activities missing to certification missing. All I can say is that this, is, this CV has been wrongly qualified or labeled with various terms, thereby making it unclear. So let's take a look at the last report. Okay, so on the contact, yes. Represented accurately for security reasons. <clears throat> Represented accurately, sorry. For security reasons, we often recommend you don't use your full address. Street name should be the most detailed information. Email address is formal and ideal. Career objective, no. This is completely absent from CV. Your career objective is specifically the value you are offering to an employer. What can you do for us on your journey to achieving your career goals? How do we fit in? You have a summary, which you intended to outline your skills, but this is written and laden with errors. You have the skills non-personified. Skills, yes. This section is wrongly placed. After a career objective summary, this should be the next, next highlight as it shows what you're bringing to the table. It should also be a reflection, almost an ex ex extract with keywords from your trainings and work experience. Experience, yes. You should have your primary activities and responsibilities under each job title. That you had a job somewhere does not reflect to have the right experience to an employer. Primary experience are better expressed as bullet points. Education, yes. This, this should be placed after experience. You will quickly find that what you read in school many a times only provides a platform upon which you can build and does not hold much in itself for qualifying you for a job. Training and you have wrongly labeled this portion of your resume proficiency in a certain area does not see that you're proficient in that you could have on our membership on this professional membership is also not a skill certifications are important in growing a career you seem to have chosen an environmental safety path Begin an exam diet. Projects and achievements. No. Projects completed, awards received, ETC, depending on your industry. This could be compulsory. What you have listed as achievements are really social activities and can be classified under activities or volunteering, depend on their nature. At best, they reflect your interest and are evidence of your people and leadership skills. Activities, yes. Organizational participation, e.g. Rotary Club, which could be or not be related to your institution of formal learning. 
continuation on the report, volunteering. Yes, wrongly labeled achievements, achievements. You may have worked on so, some social projects that are not formal. This helps to give structure to things that you're passionate, passionate about. Languages, no. This becomes even more important when you are applying to a large indigenous company or multinational with participation in various local regions. Hobbies and interests, yes. They say a lot about your natural motivations and there is a logical connection between them and the jobs you gravitate towards or would succeed better at. For each job application, take the time to identify the hobbies that most relate. They are also best expressed as action verbs. Your representation is a mix of those and, and adjectives. Overall structure. Resume looks good. Color introduction moderate and page is justified and clear. You are not consistent with your, border, your bolding dates. There's no hard and fast rule. However, the content in a resume should be in order of relevance to a recruiter. And in our experience, this is as shown in the above checklist and further comments. So the rating is R2, which is needs improvement. So that being said, we will go ahead and take some time for questions. Just a reminder, kindly ensure to type your questions into the question box. And um, if you want us to have do a CV review for you, it's okay to also send us, um, reach out to us on LinkedIn, WhatsApp, um, Instagram, and Facebook.